Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of October 20th, 2019. This is episode 60. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, whether you're planning your next Disney vacation, park vacation, or you just don't know where to begin, contact the people who are in the know. Past cast members, annual pass holders, lifelong Disney fans, world travel enthusiasts. I am talking about the people, the wonderful people of Destinations with Character Travel. The earmarked agency that I trust in to plan my vacations. I'll tell you at the end of the show how you can get a special gift for booking a vacation and mentioning Disney Marvels to them. The Disney Marvel Podcast. Contact them now at DestinationsWithCharacter.com or email them at info at DestinationsWithCharacter. And now for the news. Verizon has announced that on November 12th, it will begin offering 12 months of Disney Plus to all of its new and existing 4G LTE and 5G unlimited wireless customers. The company said to uh, said, both companies said in a joint statement. Disney Parks has announced that a new world or a new adventure inspired by Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker will be coming into Star Tours. The adventures continues at Disney Parks. Also, the Skyliner has resumed operation at Walt Disney World. And Maleficent was the number one week uh, movie over the weekend. We'll be back after these short messages. And now, on with the show. Fifteen thousand four hundred ninety-one days or so. Say it's fifteen thousand five hundred days. Why am I saying fifteen thousand five hundred days? That's approximately how long it's been since May twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-seven. And you're going, Matthew. Why are you talking in riddles? Why are you coming up with arbitrary numbers of fifteen thousand five hundred and May twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-seven? What are you going on about? I'll tell you. May twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-seven. The day that Star Wars, well, then it was just Star Wars. Now we know it's Star Wars Episode Four, Star Wars A New Hope, the original Star Wars movie, what have it. That's when Star Wars first came into the theaters. And I'm just taking this moment to reflect, to think how long it's been. We, we still got a few, few more weeks, but we got the final trailer. Think of this, the final trailer of what now will be dubbed as the Skywalker Saga. And what is the Skywalker Saga? Well, it's it's basically been all the proper, I'll call them proper, proper Star Wars movies that have come out. So, in being the proper Star Wars movies, that would be episode one, two, three, any of the ones that have now an episode name to it. Not a Star Wars story like Solo and Rogue One. And uh, 
and the ones that we have coming out later on on Disney Plus or whatnot. But this is a the proper Star Wars movies that have a Skywalker in it. It has, you know, Anakin. It has Luke. It has Princess Leia. Remember, because she is a Skywalker. Even though her title never was ever betrothed upon her as a Skywalker, it was always or, um, Organa. But even that, we we know in the the truth that she actually is a um, she's the missing twin of Luke, so she is a Skywalker. And we've now seen, well, they calling it the final trailer. I, I I hate to think that between now and December, whenever the new movie comes out, that we will not see any sort of new trailer. Most likely, it will be weavings between the what they have released um, in in micro versions. There may be a quick little clip here or there that we haven't seen before, but most likely not. Most likely not, because I think they have learned how to, Disney in particular, has learned how to do these trailers um, and, and tie, it, let's do, tie it through Marvel. Because Marvel has a way to give you a trailer portraying one thing and not necessarily giving you the trailer. You could dissect the trailer as much as you want. But sometimes, trailers, and this is a harsh word to use for a trailer, they lie. Now, it's not completely lying. Let's, let's call it more of a misdirection. The trailers give you a misdirection of what you are going to potentially see in this movie. What is the main purpose of a movie trailer? It's to get you to go see the movie. Would it be self-defeating to give you all the information in the movie? Yes. Marketing departments sometimes don't always understand this. But um, depending on what they're giving to work with, there is plenty of movies out there that, after I'm sure the marketing department has seen the movie or the dailies or whatever they've been given, and they go, mm, I don't really have much to work with here. We all know there's movies like that. You go, you watch the trailers, you go, this is going to be an enjoyable movie. You sit down, you spend the 90 minutes, two hours, three hours to watch the movie. You walk out of theater and going, I should have just watched the trailer because that was the best parts, the funniest parts, the best parts, the only parts that I enjoyed. I don't think this is going to be one of those movies. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker does seem to have a lot of potential. Now, granted, yes, we're only going off what the trailers are showing us and not seeing the final film yet. You know, we, we got we got some time till that. Um, I don't have those kind of connections that I can go see the movie ahead of time, as, as nice it would be, and I would not ever turn that down. But let's think about this. The final Skywalker trailer. And why is that important? That's the Skywalker trailer. Because Disney has announced that they are working on new movies coming out. Because remember, they made this big announcement earlier this year of how they will be doing every other year is going to be an Avatar or a Star Wars movie in that Christmas spot. So this year we have Star Wars. Next year we'll have Avatar. The year after that, Star Wars. Now, is this 
in is this concrete no is this something that is going you know can change depending on what the audience feedback is of course if the next avatar movie bombs will there be guaranteed several more after that most likely not with how hollywood works but doesn't mean that it isn't going to be the case same well in the star wars movies you know the next star wars movie that comes out in two years and people don't like it it is possible people have not necessarily liked star wars movie in the past certain star wars movies does that mean that we will not get another star wars movie after that maybe maybe not you know they'll have two years to contemplate and kick the tires on it but they they have dedicated to their fans to these fan bases that and people argue that the star wars fan base is bigger than the the avatar fan base and most likely they're right because avatar is let's be honest newer it's newer than star wars so to come out to say that we will be doing this that is a dedication to fans that we are you're finished with this storyline but we're not finished giving you products that hopefully you will want movies that you will want stories that you will want and enjoy we have the mandalorian coming out november 12th and that you know it's a different spin on star wars it's going to be on disney plus only but we know the kenobi series is is been greenlit and it will be something that they're working on i am looking forward to that i know that's something that was being the tires were being kicked on while they were doing the these uh one-off movies and after solo it kind of got shelved for a bit but hey that's the beauty of disney plus you can it gives new life to things that you did not necessarily think can compete or will be fully successful in a theatrical release scale it back and we can put it on disney plus and believe it or not they haven't scaled things back hugely on disney plus at least not yet so we're still going to get quality stories effects products shows programs so this last final trailer it shows us a well let's step back one let's look at the previous trailer where the d23 trailer that gave you the the feels because they showed you clips from all eight movies leading up to that in order of release actual chronological order of release not um not the the numerical order of the movies so this shows you the little clips and then they gave you this beautiful little montage of of things to come and in this one it sets up the epicness of that i don't know if that's a word or not but i'm going to use it epicness of a of what will be kind of the climax maybe not the climactical points but some of the higher points in this movie we see it starts off with see ray running in the jungle well we've seen ray now a couple times in a jungle setting so the the other one starts off with ray throwing her lightsaber through a tree here you see her running with the the little training droid and she jumps and somehow through again i'm sure it is two scenes that are nowhere near each other in the movie being meshed together or maybe it's a vision 
or maybe it's not. She ends up within what we are assuming is the destroyed Death Star, because at one point we do see a destroyed Death Star. And most likely all these structures that we see within this watery planet is this destroyed Death Star. So she's, let's assume now, for lack of information, called the destroyed Death Star. And then uh, we switch to seeing Finn with the, the binoculars, and he is looking at something. This is something I know Spielberg always liked to do. He always liked to show shots of people looking. Well, J.J. Abrams is going to be doing that too and somewhat in this movie. But he's on a desert planet. And we know they end up on a desert planet because the, our, first, our first views of this movie was of Rey on a desert planet. Wheeled, standing there. And then she grabs her lightsaber we see a tie intercept. Well, it's not necessary tie interceptors. Whatever the new version is that Kylo drives, flying at her, and she does this miraculous backflip over it with her lightsaber extended and drawn. And then we presume that she's gonna be uh, slashing the the ship. We don't know yet, but it it just it builds up. If you look at all three pieces that they've shown us of the the three major uh visual trailer releases that we are going to be getting a lot of conflict between kylo and ray battling each other there and there's one point which is very interesting you have that they are in this um high-tech room maybe a first order room of some sort on a ship or who knows what but it's got a lot of clean lines and um, the silverish, bright, shiny, metalish type things. And both Kylo and Ray strike at something, something black. And if you look quickly, you see Darth Vader's mask falling from this whatever it is to the ground. My guess is it's the black pedal stool that Kylo kept his grandfather's... Um, mask on but maybe it's something more I thought I saw a hand but that could have just been bits of pieces of the, the structure um, flying so what does that mean we know Palpatine's back we know the Emperor's back because he narrates parts of the trailers what does that mean you see in this new trailer a giant throne at the end you see presumably the same throne with a shadowy figure probably possibly Palpatine sitting on it with you get the laugh the quandary is the question is in the second trailer at the end where you see Rey in with the dual lightsaber and standing there as what it looks like a Sith Lord what does that mean Questions, and that's the beauty of a trailer. The trailers are supposed to give questions and not answers. A lot of people look into these things and say, oh, well, this is going to happen because we see this here. Or, oh, I see in this hanging in the background. So that means that. I, I, I remember years ago with the when Iron Man, Iron Man 2 came out. When Iron Man 2 came out, there was a scene in that whenever um, Tony Stark is building a new arc reactor and he takes a funky battered piece of 
what was Captain America's shield and props it up and people, oh, wow, look, okay, Cap's shield. So that means the next movie's going to be this. And we're speculating a lot of things. Well, eventually, obviously, we, did, we know now. We did get a Captain America movie. But they're really... You kind of can't take that part out because there was no co correlation. I mean, it was a little fan Easter egg to, you know, acknowledge Captain America. But in the end, it really paid off for very little or nothing. What we got going on here is more of the unknown. It's people grasping at what they think is something, small details, hitting on a screen that's somewhere in the background that either is put in there to trick people up put in there just a nod for the fans who are really looking to things kind of give them something to look at call it a red herring a lot of this could be a red herring let's think back to again in i'm I, I allude back to the marvel because i think star wars i think the lucasfilm division because remember yes it's all owned by disney but does that, that, does that mean Disney's controlling it? And a lot of people tell you yes. I'm telling you it's not. Because Disney is the owning company. And they write the checks. Lucasfilm, Marvel Studios, Pixar are all run independent of each other and independently. They basically go to Disney and say, we need $30 million to do this project. Disney goes... Tell us about the project. The company tells them about the project. And Disney goes, okay, here's $30 million. Get back to us on how the project is going. Disney doesn't necessarily call all the shots. Now, not saying that they don't somehow get involved one way or another, because they are funding this. But for the most part, for the most part, they hang back and let each company run itself. Lucasfilm is actually run by Kathleen Kennedy. It's not Bob Iger who's calling the shots on these films. Kathleen Kennedy. The same Kathleen Kennedy who has been there before Disney. That George Lucas um, gave the reins to. That he vetted her and said, You shall be my successor because I am stepping down. So this was... So it's, it's still the same from beforehand. As much as people don't want to acknowledge that. Is that a good thing? Because it depends on what you think of the prequels and depends on some of the other stuff. She she was not in charge during the prequels, but I'm just saying she's from that time. So, Disney's not calling the shots on this, but they, since they are related, they do learn from each other. And that's what I'm going with. Lucas has learned from the past of necessary showing too much in trailers to going now, let's... You do what Marvel was doing and misleading or not giving you all the information or the proper information or information in order. So we see, we've seen things. We, like I said, we see Ray as a Sith, but we don't have the content around that to, to discern what that means. We see Kylo Ren and Ray battling each other inevitably we knew this was going to happen so that is not a surprise but we also see kylo ren and ray together at times like i said they're striking down this thing that has the darth vader mask on it what does that mean does that mean kylo ren at some time at some point is re, uh, redeemed has re, uh, found saw the errors of his ways 
It's possible. We've seen them battle together. The Last Jedi. Rey and Kylo Ren battled against uh, Snook. And the the red guys. I forgot their names. But he battled against them. They fought together. But he quickly did not... He did not stand for... He did not join the light. He did not come to the light side. But does he now? Or does he meet the same fate? Well, Darth Vader did eventually see the light. He did eventually see the light. And he he fought against the Emperor. Are we going to have a... um, A mirroring of that? Um, We don't know. It, It could be the case. Or Kylo could just stay a good old bad guy. He stands right next to the Emperor till his demise. Or does he? Or does he necessarily have to have a demise? Another line that that's in the trailer that gives me pause and makes me think that it may not be the line from the scene that we saw, or maybe it's not even in the movie at all. There is a scene with C three PO. And another droid is working on him and reactivates him. And, and so we'll see through, yes, see through, uh, through, what are you looking at? He said, my friends, perhaps for the last time. Or I fear for the last time. Well, remember, C-3PO has never been the optimistic one. He's always doubted, you know, famous lines of C-3PO. Oh, we're doomed for sure. So for him not to say an optimistic line isn't, necessarily foreshadowing a big revelation it's not like oh, Han Solo saying well I guess the odds are against us in this one we're done we might as well hand it over no he was always you know oh the odds are against us that makes it better but could that not necessarily be the line from that segment I wonder because again if you use the Marvel um, map of how to do a trailer you can switch around dialogue from one part of a movie to another part of a movie. Or is this just saying that, you know, it, it's meant for the audience to realize, okay, this is the end of seeing these characters. And that's why that line is there. And they, they particularly put, you know, purposely put this in this trailer that, you know, it's going to be the, the end of these characters. Is it possible that someone may pop up in some of the new stuff? You never know. And no one's writing that out of the possibilities. But what happens when we see the movie and those lines aren't in there or aren't in that part of the movie? You know, is it possible that it's foreshadowing that C-3PO at some point will meet his end because he was there from the beginning, like R2-D2. And he's played kind of a pivotal role. But Anthony Daniels is not getting any younger. Um, it, it's not something that a character a character that they could... Well, they could. They could. You don't see the actual actor. But, you know, keep that character going on. But this is... It's it's used for foreshadowing, but I believe it's, it's used out of context in the movie. Uh, in the trailer. And we're all thinking that this you know this is what it means for the movie that oh well these characters may not all be coming out alive well most likely not i mean it's going to be a big epic battle for every character to come out alive 
wouldn't be the first time. Well, let's think back. You know, Return of the Jedi. Big epic battle at the end. And things did not go well for um, the Rebellion. You, you, They were led into traps and ships were blowing up. I mean, we just lost a whole bunch of characters in the last movie. And everyone, everyone's now complaining. Oh, well, yeah, let's... Here it is. Disney's killing off all their... All the, the old characters to, uh, wrote the new ones. Well, you know, let's just think about that for a moment. These characters are older. And, of course, you want them, you know, you're moving forward. You're putting in new characters. How many of the characters from, uh, even though the argument would be, well, they sh- were shot out of order. But let's talk about the, uh, the prequels, episodes one through three. How many characters from that ended up in the movie's uh, four, five, and six, the original movies. Well, if they were shot out of order, you can't put them in there because these characters weren't created. Well, you know what? You can pull the characters out of the original movies and put them into the prequels. Did they do that? Yes. So you you have um, you have well, obviously you have Obi Wan Kenobi. You also have. The um, Organa, um, the King Organa from um, Alderaan. You have Luke's um, Uncle Owen. They do appear in the prequels. And what happened to them? You get to the original movies and they're dead. They die. Uncle Owen was killed by the Jawas. Well, no, he wasn't killed by the Jawas. The Jawas actually didn't do it. It was was revealed that it was the Stormtroopers because just how everything was the same people that's who he thought was so no it, it the, you know start the stormtroopers killed uh uncle owen and then okay so what happened to Alderaan? they blew it up so this is all stuff that is it's par for the course this is stuff that's not new and as the story progresses to in, you know, you're going to introduce new characters because this is several years on. To have Lando running around, swinging on vines—well, not vines, but swinging from tree to tree—and you know, acting like he's still the 20, 30-something-year-old that he was on *Empire Strikes Back* um, and also *Return of the Jedi*. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Do characters have to die to move the story forward? Yes. Are you going to kill off your older characters in favor of your new characters? Yes, that is normal story writing. You're talking about a nine-movie story arc. Characters, older characters will die off one way or another. It, that's just the way it happens. One character I could tell you will not die. And they've stated this very firmly. Princess Leia. Princess Leia is not going to die in this movie. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler guaranteed they said we are not going to kill this character off in honor of carrie fisher and that's fair enough that's fair enough um doesn't necessarily that all the new characters survive not necessarily it is possible for some of the new characters to die but like i said let's look at back at the past at return of the jedi not you know all the characters pretty much made it out that lando made it out of that um akbar Mon Mothma, all of them made it out of that. Now, yes, they did die two movies later, technically, but again, 
it, it's bound to happen. And these are the characters that were the head of the resistance, the, the, the group that's going after the First Order. So what would you do if you are in, a, in the First Order? Let's, you know, kill off the leaders of the resistance. And that's that's really what they did. So would these older characters be the ones that killed off? Yes. So that, it's just, again, natural storytelling. It's not, and again, it's not Disney because Disney is not running the movies. It is Lucasfilm, and this is the way that they want to tell the movie. And of course, they're going to promote the new characters because they're the new characters. It's a new generation of people. They're not going to connect with a 60-year-old Luke Skywalker that looks like he needs a, a new set of razors to help clean up that beard a bit. It's, they're not going to have that same connection. They're going to connect younger to Rey, especially you want the, you know, the, the female heroine, something that was kind of... I mean, you had Princess Leia, but it wasn't the same as Rey, as in the fact that it is the main character. It was always Luke before, not Princess Leia. Leia was a secondary character. This is Rey. Rey is the main character here. For the female audience, because... Star Wars, I'm sorry guys, but Star Wars is shared by everybody. Men, women, girls, boys, children of all ages, everyone in between. Whoever can like Star Wars. So why shouldn't we have a female heroine leading everything? And that's what we got here. So we, we get a little bit of everything. Is it political correctness moving forward and taking over the films? I'll let you debate that because I'm tired of that one. I say it is just good writing or writing for a modern audience. Us older people who were there, who've seen the original in the theater, who saw Star Wars in the 70s in the movie theaters. You know, we do have to adapt to, there is a new form of storytelling that Star Wars has to adapt to modern times. You do not adapt the movie, you get stale. You get stale, and people lose their interest. And that's the last thing we want to do for this franchise. Remember, it's moving the franchise forward. Whenever you had Star Trek, and then Star Trek The Next Generation came out, was it vastly different? Yes, because what did they do? They moved it forward to a new audience. They moved it to tell, to promote the show to the audience of that day, not the audience from the original show. They don't want to alienate their old audience. Of course not. They don't want to keep those people around because they're the, uh, they're the foundation. And I think when you watch the trailers, they try to get that point across. The second trailer, again, the one from D23, the reason why they show us the original eight movies, or the eight movies before this next one, is to pay homage to everyone. If you're a fan of the originals, you're a fan of the prequels, look, it does flow. There is a connection. And this is the bow at the end. This is the cherry on top of your ice cream sundae, the kitchen sink. Because it's not a sundae. It is a kitchen sink um, as far as ice cream terms, terms go. Don't watch this trailer and appreciate it for the the beautiful graphics that they're going to be, that they give you. The, the diversity of conflict in, you know, epic battles. You know, they are riding in on some sort of beast attacking. Okay, 
Is that seem a little strange for Star Wars? Maybe, because it's not something we've really seen before. We've seen them a little bit on the Tauntons, but you didn't, you know, it's not the same. But why not put in something different? It is in storytelling or just in, yeah, in storytelling in general, particularly cinematic storytelling, it is an epic part. Lord of the Rings, you have that. Um, Robin Hood, you have stuff like that. Um, 300, a lot of just the epic movies. That is a very climactic part. The, the westerns. Let's talk about the westerns. You always had the heroes riding in on horseback to to go after the villains. Why do I bring up westerns and so stuck on that? Because that was one of the things that Star Wars was based around. It was a modern western. And by modern, futuristic. Um, because before that, that's what it was. It was the spaghetti westerns. And... Lucas wanted to do Buck Rogers. Couldn't get the rights to Buck Rogers. So let's... I'm going to make my own movie. And we got Star Wars. And that is a good thing. To, that it worked out that way. That Lucas did not get his what he wished and what he wanted. And we ended up with what we wanted. And what we didn't know we needed. So this trailer, there's a lot of bits and pieces on that. You have the, 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 the Star Destroyers of old coming back. We don't know what's going on with the First Order. Let's. That is one thing I think is being overlooked with these trailers. We have Kylo Ren. We, we've seen some stormtroopers. We see a lot of the reflection of stuff from the original trilogy, the 4, 5, and 6. But we don't know the state of the First Order. We don't know what is going on with the First Order so much at this point. Now, do we? You have... You've seen little snippets here and there, but you really don't have a sense of where's the First Order in all of this. And I I have a feeling that there's going to be divide, that there's going to be chaos and there will be a divide. This is me speculating. Like I said, I don't know anything. I haven't seen the movie. There's going to be a divide in the First Order. Some of it's going to go back to the Empire because, you know, the Empire looks like it's relatively making a comeback. And then some of it may side to the resistance. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, at least the First Order as we know it. The, the, the parts that are directly involved in this with Kylo Ren. And that's where you're going to have your epic battle. Because we've seen the ships. you know, The Millennium Falcon. The ghost from uh, Star Wars Resistance. Uh, Rebels, sorry. Star Wars Rebels. So you, you get a bunch of that. And... You know, for people to think, oh, well, you know, the are they bringing the Rebels characters into this? Well, no, because it's not the first time we've seen the Ghost. The Ghost was in um, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And even before that, it's not the first time they've done that. Even in the when they re-released Star Wars A New Hope in the 90s with the, the new cleaned up effects and, and whatnot, you got um, the, the ship, and I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name, but the the ship from Shadows of the Empire, um, they snuck that in there, which alluding to the book, because, the, again, that book was just so widely well-received, and, and unfortunately, they could not make that into a movie. Nowadays, they probably could have, but you can't really make it. Then you couldn't make it into a movie because it just it was too late for that. Um, but I think they'll, they'll draw some inspiration from that. Um, but I digress. So you had that ship in there. So 
for them to put little Easter eggs for nodding to other uni- well, parts of the universe, um, other storylines and, and connected stories, the extended universe, uh, that is not new. That is not new. That's something they've done before. So, what does this all mean? And what's all my babbling going on about? People out there, if you you, you see some of the reactionary videos, and, and the reason why I'm doing this is because people say, oh, how come you've never done a reactionary video? All right, you know, let me let me do one for once. And this is my reaction to the Star Wars trailer. I'm excited. I'm not going to stay here and let you listen to me just babble while I watch the, the three-man trailer and go on about it, but I will tell you, talk about it. And I am excited for this new trailer uh, because of this new trailer. Um, I jokingly said it was the best part of Monday Night Football this past week. And unless if you're a Patri- uh, Patriots fan beating up on the Jets, but the, I digress. The, 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 the trailer lets me see what I wanted to see. I see beautiful effects. I see the characters looking the way they should look. I see Kylo Ren's mask returning. Thank goodness. Um, I missed the mask in the second movie for one or two reasons, which I will not get into uh, rec- being recorded. Um, I feel that we are getting a lot of content that in an epic way will bring this storyline to a well-deserved conclusion. Will we necessarily like how it concludes or the, the, the complete ending of it? That's yet to be seen. But to, to borrow a line from Rogue One, it gives us hope. Sometimes it's all you need. It gives us hope. It gives us something to look forward to. And unlike some of the stuff that maybe we saw in the um, the last Jedi the, the rise of Skywalker has a much a very different feel to it it's not dark it's not foreboding it is bright it is there's a lot of light there's a lot of earth tones and warm tones and yes there's the the colder stuff but there's a lot of natural elements to it that doesn't have the heaviness that the previous movie did it doesn't have the void of space that the other movie did which you know leads to the the emptiness usually when star wars goes with the organic tones and the warmer tones it means good things and i see this as being good things just just in general the way that they're pitching this movie to us the way that they're saying Look at what we are going to be giving you and enjoy it. Embrace it. And I'm willing to embrace it. I'm ready to embrace it. Yes, I'm always the positive, optimistic one. And why not? Until I see otherwise. Until I see this movie and could go otherwise going, this was trash. Let's say Forky. Trash? Trash. No. I'm going to go into this and saying, you know what? This is the last time I get to see harry fisher on the screen this is the last time i get to see billy d williams as uh, lando i'm going to go in there and saying i cannot i can wait 
because this is the end. But I cannot wait because this is something that really I've been waiting since the 70s for. And it's going to be sad to see this come to an end. But at the same time, I am looking forward to it. Because where one door closes, another will open. More stuff will be coming. But it was something I could sit back and enjoy. And I I really think that I may not say this will be my favorite movie. I'm saying that now. This may not be my favorite movie. And I'm okay with that. But I will plan to enjoy this movie. And I think that's what we need to do. I think we need to look at this and embrace it for itself. Embrace it for the culmination of everything that has come before it. And look forward to all that will be coming. What is your reaction to this movie? What is what is your thoughts? How do you foresee this movie going? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, one would say the good guys win. Okay, so you know that no big secret there, right? But are you filled with optimism? Um, did you enjoy the trailer? Do you think that there is uh, there is Let's leave it this way, even not even if you enjoy the trailer. Do you think there's potential with this trailer? Let us know. Join uh, join us on Facebook. Shout out on the social. Shout out your answers on the social social. Yeah, I do talk for a living, really. Social networks: Facebook.com/slash Disney Marvels Podcast. Make sure you put the S in there. Again, that's Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or you could join us on the Twitter. We're, you know, constantly making conversation on there. That's at Disney Marvel's. Again, on Twitter, that's at Disney Marvel's. Again, make sure you put the S on the end of Marvel's for the show. Or you could leave a message. We do take messages. Uh, Voice messages through the Anchor app or on the Anchor website. You can communicate through us that way. I love hearing our listeners' voices, so please send send us a voice message. Um, it's been a while since I've gotten one. Or you email the show. Email the show, DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Again, the show's email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. I want to thank you for your time. I know how very little time we all have and how crazy our lives are these days. The kids are back at school. Uh, days are getting short, light, daylight's getting shorter, nighttime's getting longer, depending on which hemisphere you're on. Um, just running back and forth between sporting events and grocery stores and work and school events and Lord knows what else. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time, taking your time, taking the precious time that you have in listening to me, listening to my show, downloading my show, sharing my show. It, I, I ask, you know, let people know. Let the good people know out there who are Disney fans, Star Wars fans, Marvel shows, tell, tell them about Disney Marvels because the more people that we have listening to the show, the, the better it is. Because it makes, you know, it's, it's a family. In one way or another, we are a family. We're connected. So the bigger the family, the better. That's what Walt always said. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. So this way you always know when I put a new episode out. When a new episode is posted, it will bing. And there is a new Disney Marvels podcast episode. Please download now. So, because I can't always be consistent because my life is crazy, just like yours. And while you're at it, also do consider becoming a premium subscriber. 
help this show out because these things aren't free. Um, well, you get it for free, but it, it trust me, it helps. Um, you can do this over at Anchor, which is anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel support. Or join, uh, find us on Patreon. You could join up there and just donate a, a dollar or so a month. Whatever it is. A dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. I'll be sending you a thank you letter, possibly. Um, whatever you can afford. If you can afford anything. If the best thing you can do to help the show can't be financial but is to tell your friends about it i am more than thankful for that that because that to me is you're doing whatever you can you you know you can't help financially you get you're still helping the show that way we all help each other and i understand so thank you in advance but moving along if you're planning your next disney vacation Big, do what I do. Contact Destinations with Character Travel. It is a Disney earmark agency specializing in Disney cruises and resort vacations and in the business of making your dreams come true. They're made up of past cast members, annual pass holders, lifelong Disney fans, and world travel enthusiasts. They are in the know regarding all aspects of your travel. Whether your travels are taking you to Disney parks, on ocean cruises or a sunny resort stay. They have the destinations and the service level to make your vacation truly magical. And that's what you want. You want someplace that's going to give you the service, just like Disney. Find out how they take the stress and hassle out of your vacation so you can enjoy yourself. Book a five-night. Here's This is special to my listeners, for my listeners. Book a five-night package with a four-day hopper um, with them, and you will get a free twenty-five dollars uh, Disney gift card just by mentioning the Disney Marvel podcast. Again, book a five-night package with the four-day hopper, and you'll get a free. Isn't it nice to have free things? Free twenty-five dollars Disney gift card. Contact them now at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, their email address is www.destinationswithcharacter.com, or email them info at destinationswithcharacter.com and their email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com all the links is in the show notes whatever you're facing out there whatever troubles craziness darkness whatever is weighing on your shoulders that's become a burden and is making things difficult and questionable in your life don't give up don't don't ever give up and don't ever give in there is a light within inside of you I don't it is deep in there sometimes it may be very hard to find it will take a while but trust me it is there find that light and embrace it no one else is going to find that light for you it's something that you can do only you can do and you can do it Embrace the light and be your own hero. Don't let whatever this world throws at you overtake you. Because you are worth it. You're strong enough. You are worth it. And you wouldn't be on this earth if you were not. Embrace it and be your own hero. I'll finish this episode with a quote 
from Walt Disney. And it is, we try it in everything we do here. You know, for the family. We don't actually make films for children, but we make films that children can enjoy along with their parents. That is the truth. Thank you again, everybody, and have a great week. We'll see you next time.